Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. EU puts the thumb on Google. Your news update and the future of crypto on this edition of Arbitrage News Weekend. Starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage News Weekend for June 17, 2023. I'm Joshua Stark. This week, European Union regulators imposed fresh antitrust charges against Google, asserting that the only viable solution to address competition concerns regarding its highly profitable digital advertising business is through the divestiture of portions of the tech giant's primary revenue generator. The unprecedented decision to advocate for such a breakup represents a significant escalation by Brussels in its campaign against major digital players from Silicon Valley. It follows a similar endeavor by U.S. authorities aiming to dismantle Google's alleged monopoly within the online advertising ecosystem. In a show of protest against a new policy that introduces changes for certain third-party apps to access data on the site, numerous Reddit discussion forums have been rendered inactive this week. This development has raised concerns regarding content moderation and accessibility. According to a tracker and a live Twitch stream monitoring the boycott, over 8,000 subreddits were unavailable as of Tuesday afternoon. Participants included both small forums and large communities boasting millions of subscribers, such as the renowned r-funny, r-music, and r-today-i-learn pages found on the platform. The newly implemented changes are part of broader alterations to Reddit's API, as announced by the company recently. Paul McCartney revealed on Tuesday that artificial intelligence has been employed to extract John Lennon's voice from an old demo, effectively creating what he calls the last Beatles record long after the band disbanded. In an interview with the BBC, the 80-year-old McCartney explained that this technology was utilized during the production of Peter Jackson's documentary series, The Beatles Get Back, which premiered in 2021. Using AI, the voices of the Beatles were isolated from background noises. McCartney shared that this groundbreaking technique has resulted in the creation of a new song scheduled for release later this year. McCartney further elaborated that Jackson managed to extract John Lennon's vocals from a low-quality cassette recording featuring a piano. Through the use of AI, Jackson instructed the machine to identify and separate the voice from the guitar, allowing for an enhanced and isolated rendition of Lennon's singing. Bus 666, known for its route to the coastal town of Hell 
in Poland will cease to exist. The number on the bus, resembling the devil's mark and sounding like hell in English, has sparked objections from Christian conservatives. PKS Gdynia, the local bus operator, recently announced its decision to discontinue the service of bus 666 to hell. In an attempt to address the concerns raised, they have altered the number and will commence the route under the new designation of 669 starting from June 24th. Reports from local media suggest that the bus company yielded to pressure from Christian groups advocating for the change. However, there has been significant public outcry regarding this alteration, leading the bus company to reconsider returning to the original number. More after this. I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you prevent wildfires. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what, I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again. Then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really? I'll take the five bucks. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. This week's Arbitrage blog includes What's in Your Head, Chatbot Preacher Man, and the Crypto Future. All this and more in this week's Arbitrage blog, available now at arbitragetrade.com. Now let's go to the president and CEO of Arbitrage, Mr. Royce Wells, for more. Royce, what's in your head? Zombie. 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 So, are you you familiar with... You know, you're familiar with Elon Musk and you're that familiar- guy again. What does he do now? Did he buy Twitter and sell it? Well, to a brain company. What? What's going on? You're familiar with with the fact that he tends to go from project to project. Well, as most geniuses do. Yeah. Um, Neuralink. Neuralink is a brain implant company that he runs that apparently has gotten permission from U.S. regulators to begin testing with people. Excellent. So what is it trying to do? Is it trying to fix diseases? Is it trying to... What, what's it? It's in your brain, so there has to be a reason why they approve something like this. So it's a neural computer interface, basically. Cool. Uh, so does it help fight, like, maybe epilepsy? Because I know sometimes people mm, have electrical yeah. storms. Migraines are also electrical storms in the brain. So is it being used for anything like that or so basically the device it's about the size of a coin gets implanted into the brain and uh there are uh thin wires going directly into the brain the first two applications um musk said that uh he's trying to restore vision oh excellent in in one patient and uh and muscle uh people who had muscular atrophy uh, to rapidly use digital devices. In other words, it'd be a, a, a brain-to-body to bridge. Uh, That's pretty neat. For example, uh, let's say that the signals could be uh, bridged from Neuralink to the spinal cord with somebody with a broken neck. Wow. Yeah. So can you be a $6 million man with only a quarter? We could rebuild him. Bigger, Better. Faster. faster stronger. stronger. Yeah. Yeah, Is we, there any na 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 We watch the same TV, people. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, right now they don't have any information about what uh, or how that, that how well they would ultimately work or how 
how safe it would be. It's what is called an investigational device. And Excellent. before you say, well, this is amazing, this is incredible, um, there's actually been um, many groups working on a brain-to-computer interface. Um, uh, there's a group in Switzerland who uh, had a, an implant that uh, restores communication between the brain and the spinal cord for a man with paralysis to stand and walk naturally. Oh, uh, there yeah. are at least 30 brain or spine computer interface trials underway, according to clinicaltrials.gov. I would love to see something treat like a Parkinson's or an MS or a, where basically it's just like, hey, it's just bad signals. Let's let's clear up the noise and l let people live better lives. Kind of like a, kind of like an analog to digital interface. Yeah, I'd love to see Michael Jackson, Michael J. Fox. Not Michael Jackson. Yeah, Michael J. Fox go back to the future. Yeah, I, I that that definitely is a is a possibility with this technology, but uh, uh, the the interface is not is is quite ahead in terms of hardware. So we'll see how this works coming up. But in the meantime, more after this on Arbitrage News. Great, Scott. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything. You guys, I love this song. I love these nachos. I love our kickball league. Oh, I love this guy. What's your name? You know what I love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzzed warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather? To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Migraines uh, affect uh, millions of people. 39 million is what the American Migraine Foundation estimates uh, of the people that live with migraines every day. One of those people, and uh, our, our writer of this article, is Miss Caroline Hollis, who's in the studio with us. Hi, Caroline. Hi, Josh. Thanks for having me. So, you have migraines. Um, and, and some people think that it's just a headache, but that's not true, is it? No, not at all. What most people think of as a normal headache is just one phase of a migraine, right. uh, the actual pain. There are actually four phases, and so the, the pain is the, the third phase. Um, and so, yeah, it's not just a normal headache. Yeah, and and it seems like not only every, not only that, but not every migraine patient uh, experiences all four phases 
So it's, it's kind of difficult to nail down, isn't it? It is. And so everyone's migraine is, is slightly different. I, for instance, have some auras that go with mine. That's one of the phases. But only about 20% of people have an aura that goes with theirs. Explain auras. Um, so for me, it happens to be um, I get some vertigo and I start seeing spots. Um, and so that's when I know that a migraine um, is probably coming on for me. So just to nail this down, there are four distinct phases often to a migraine. Prodrome, aura, headache, and postdrome. Um, and they all have different kinds of symptoms. Uh, what are your prodrome symptoms? Uh, I mean, uh, some people have mood changes. Some people have food cravings, neck stiffness, excessive yawning. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> not just from being tired, um, but the yawning can be um, where it's hard to get sentences out sometimes. Um, I don't have that very often, but I, I usually start craving very salty foods. Mm, okay, okay, okay. And your headache phase, how long does that last, generally speaking? Um, with my new medication, the sharp bad pain usually only lasts about four or five hours, but I still have some headache pain for hours after that, and I also have um, sensitivity to light and sound and, and smells and things as well. Yeah. I can always tell when, when a, a migraine is coming on with you because oh, no. <laughs> there, there's a distinct difference in the Caroline-ness of Caroline. So. <laughs> Uh, and, and you do, you do medicate, you do have medications to help this. Thankfully. Uh, because apparently they could last up to 72 hours. Yes. And even, uh, fortunately my, the newer medication I've been on for about a year now helps, especially with the, uh, post-drome part, the, the last phase, um, before I know a lot of people call it kind of like a migraine hangover where you're just tired and foggy brain and you just feel like you can't quite get your act together. And with the newer medication I've been on, that has greatly decreased that post could have lasted a day or two right. uh, before. And now it's rare for it to, to last 12 hours. Well, any any type of migraine is debilitating and isolating. So if you if you have symptoms of migraine, uh, absolutely consult your your medical professional. Uh, but also, we've got a fascinating article on arbitragetrade.com forward slash blog. And, and if you're trying a medication and it doesn't work for you, ask your doctor about other classes of medicine. This new class that I started has really helped. Absolutely. More after this. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. It is the best way to protect that legacy. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local. I can send you with the link. Okay, smart. Protect your legacy. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. So... 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot of things have been done with artificial intelligence, Royce. Uh, you know, chatbots and things like that. There was a church in the Bavarian town of Forth who had an AI pastor this week. Go Firth and send no more. This is what I deal with all the time, ladies and gentlemen. You might think it's just for the show. No, no. Oh. <laughs> so the Bavarian town of Firth uh, was host to a an avatar of a bearded man on a huge screen above an altar that preached to 300 people that had shown up for an experimental Lutheran tr uh, church service almost entirely generated by AI, Royce. You shall not pass. <sighs> Again. So, okay. <sighs> I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm going to have to reboot. part of my week. I'm what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm going to have to reboot Royce real quick. So... Apparently, this was the Protestant convention in Germany, uh, and and the avatar was programmed by uh, ChatGPT and a guy named Jonas Simmerlein, who was a theologian and philosopher from the University of Vienna. Um, he says he conceived the service, uh, but really accompanied it because about 98% comes from AI. Oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah, right? So it's just uh, one of hundreds of events that uh, that is going on right now at the Convention of Protestants in the Bavarian towns of Nuremberg and Firth. And it drew a, a large response. And, uh, you know, it just seems like it seems like this is something that, that is kind of a novelty, but at the same time, maybe something we need to pay attention to. Hmm, I think you're right. But did anyone protest? Uh, you know what? It didn't seem to be a protest, actually. Uh, With that many Protestants? Okay. See what you did there. Oh, you're welcome. See what you did there. But yeah, it, it was a Protestant convention. Okay. And, you know, it was basically a, an experiment to say what would a... What would a church service look like? Wait a minute. Okay, so I'm going to bend this just a little it bit. It was in AI. Yeah. In some countries, it's highly illegal to talk about religion. True. What if a robot did it? Uh, you know, it would still be talk of religion, wouldn't it? 
And the but would you, who, would you would you would you go and arrest say like for example the person wrote it they're in America and they sent it or broadcasted it in a country where it's not okay. I think in some I wouldn't say Korean countries. I think it's Korean. Uh, Chinese, Chinese um, countries. Uh, Chinese China and North Korea. Yes. Yes. Where it's very illegal to talk about religion. So in this instance. Would it be learning or would it be against the law? So there are some there there are some interesting thoughts about this. I mean, uh, shortwave radio is beamed into China and North Korea uh, with a religious programming for sure. Um, however, you know it's it's um, this is something that that's that may not be of the same vein because you kind of have to have a person who gives the AI prompts. We said 98%, right? So program it. There we go. More after this. I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you prevent wildfires. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what? I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again. Then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really? I'll take the five bucks. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. <laughs> Corny, groan-worthy but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Uh, self-professed Costco guru David Grantham is here. Uh, you know, it might be more like Costco junkie. Yeah, yeah. Make me feel good. I mean, let, let, let's talk about warehouse clubs in general. You know, you go there for one specific thing, and all of a sudden you got two carts full, right? Man, whew. Uh, you know, you don't walk out of that store, out of any of those stores, without probably being, you know, $200, $300 in to them. So they, they've got that design down. Yeah, absolutely. And we... We want to talk about Costco today, mainly uh, some of the weird stuff that I've found uh, scouring the internet that you can find at a Costco. For example, David, do you know that you can get a six-person sauna? Yeah, you don't ever see that in the warehouse unless it's like some kind of weird display day. But yeah, they've got all kinds of crazy saunas and uh hot tubs and all that stuff and sometimes you'll see it like just taking up a huge part of the center aisle and you're like who is going to buy that yeah and the answer is a lot of people apparently and for only five thousand dollars you can get one too yeah wow yeah well i mean you know the one the one i was really uh impressed with is the uh endless wine spigot so here's the thing right and I, I thought that this was very, very apropos. Um, <laughs> you can get a wine fountain. It's called Wine Station. Yeah. And it keeps four bottles of wine fresh for at least 60 days. So, basically, it's powered by argon gas. And it basically is a grown-up soda, soda fountain, technically speaking. 
yeah, I mean, hey, who doesn't want endless wine? You just, you know, pull an Encino man and just put your mouth under the spigot and you just keep going. There I mean, you go. who doesn't want to spend, you know, five grand to have that ability to do also, that wine? All right, also five grand. Uh, how about the uh, four-foot tall glass or wine glass. Well, yeah, you got to have something to put that wine in. It said said to hold 25 bottles of wine, but no report of the size of said bottles. But to be honest, how much wine can kill you? I, I've never tested that theory. Sounds like somebody wants to. Big food, David. I love this sec this section because hey, you know I like food. 72 pound wheel of Parmigiano Reggiano, aged 24 months and imported from Italy. A thousand bucks. Well, I mean, okay, some of that stuff is practical, like the the cheese wheel. Yeah, yeah, for a big restaurant, if you're a big Italian restaurant, cheese keeps, man. I mean, it's meant to stink like feet. Especially parma, Parmesan in a wheel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have seen a one restaurant that will hollow the wheel out and make a, 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 a spaghetti dish in it. Oh, that's actually pretty cool. It's It sounds really good, actually. Uh, how about a 28-pound bucket of macaroni and cheese? Uh, well, you know, you need your you need your human-sized wine glass to wash down your 25 pounds of mac and cheese. So I, I don't know that. Again, a lot of those things that Costco sells are for like restaurant usage, but then they have like stuff like caskets. I'm sure the 25-pound version of mac and cheese will put you in that casket. Possibly, possibly. But with funerals being such a huge expense. You know, that might be the value you look for. Wow. I mean, Costco, we sell caskets. <laughs> <laughs> caskets, urns, ghillie suits, the article's up on arbitragetrade.com. Or after this, stick around. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What is dedication? My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. We've seen Binance and... Uh, and Coinbase. These, uh, Coinbase, thank you, Coinbase, uh, get sued by the, F the SEC this week. I yes. was talking to well, I was I was talking to you during the break about how uh, Jinping Zhao, uh, the uh, the head of Binance, earlier uh, I think it was I think it was earlier this year, he talked about how you know no it, it was in 2021 actually he talked about how uh, a sheriff is needed to regulate cryptocurrency. Now it's happening. It seems like. Uh, so there's a fine line. And I'm going to try to dance around this line uh, for my own benefit, of course, as well as the benefit of the audience that's here, right, talking with us. I'm just over here drinking my tea. Right? So 
The definition of security and the definition of a commodity is very perspective based, I will say. Typically, a commodity is something you trade money for, right? So basically, so for example, I'm sorry, a security is something that you trade money for. Like I will trade my money for shares of stock. I will trade my money for heads of cattle. I will trade my money for whatever. But basically, anytime you get into where this it's a security, that means you traded money, it for money. Well, they're trying to say that cryptocurrency is a security because you're trading U.S. dollars for a token or a coin that is basically used as money on a different type of platform. So the SEC is saying all cryptocurrencies, if you're trading in U.S. dollars to buy them, and guess what? Most people are falls into the line where it becomes a security and not a commodity. Right. Okay. So that basically lets one governing body say, Hey, let's do this. Meanwhile, the commodity people are going over here like, wait, wait, no, this is a commodity. I am using my money to buy other things. And basically anytime I'm trading like for like, I haven't changed it. It's like for like, I can trade a Euro for an American dollar. It's like for like. Speaking specifically of the CFTC here mm-hmm. uh, in the United States, yeah, it's it's, it's the commodities basically. Commodity the, futures trade commission. Basically, it's SEC for commodities. Yes, and basically they try to decide who it jurisdiction it falls under, right? And unfortunately, Binance because they also created their own coin and then basically they leverage derivatives of that coin. Basically the SEC is saying, Hey, you created a security. You don't realize you created a security because you created derivatives and you allowed people to trade even the DeFi stuff. Right? So basically you're saying, I'm going to pair this coin with this coin to get this. That's a derivative. That derivative technically becomes a security. Right. Right. So basically they're, intermingling or marrying or making an abomination of the two uh, things. And SEC and CFTC have to either figure out whose jurisdiction it is or just punish everybody equally. So with, with all this going on, what's, what's really the future of crypto? Do you think in the United States? Um, since it's the wild, wild West, as someone has said quite poignantly and basically has lived to regret, I think the future of cryptocurrency is, we don't know. We'll have to wait and see. On that bombshell, we'll <laughs> see you uh, Monday on Arbitrage News. Have a great weekend. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC is a privately held research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the contents of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to function as investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit arbitragetrade.com.